Welcome to Soul Care Astrology, the podcast that helps you turn to the moon, stars, and Mother Nature for guidance in planning your days and finding your way home to yourself. I'm your host, Sarah McCormick, the astrologer behind Bella de Luna Astrology and the creator of the Soul Care Planner. And this week, we are starting a new series. And this series may be something you are familiar with if you already have my Soul Care Planner. Because in the Soul Care Planner, I introduce the topic of the five guideposts. And those five guideposts are your guides through the year. They are guideposts you want to follow or check in with throughout the year, and they come up as a way to remind you to check in with yourself. And these five guideposts are the seasons, the zodiac or sun seasons, the moon phases, the four elements, so earth, air, fire, water, and the zodiac signs, or in the planner, I call them moon signs because we really only use them in the soul care planner in reference to the sign the moon is in, but they are the zodiac signs. And these guideposts to me are the core, the essence of soul care astrology. They are what you can look to and follow to really begin to deeply understand your own natural rhythms and follow your own path. And I like to say that this is almost, you know, one of those choose your own adventure books. I don't know if you ever read one or had one as a kid. They were really popular. I'm going to date myself here, but you know, in the 80s and early 90s, as you would go through the book, it would give you a choice and you know, there'd be a scenario, your the main character had to choose, do you bust down the door or do you go back down the hallway and choose a different route and it choose option one or option two and you had to make a choice. And I kind of view these five guideposts as the same way in the same lens that you can choose which ones you want to work with. So this is really helpful if you are just starting out with Soul Care Astrology, with the Soul Care Planner, and really relearning how to tune in to yourself, how to tune into your natural rhythms, relearning the process of asking yourself how you feel and what you need, and giving yourself permission to live your life in a way that resonates with you instead of following someone else's calendar or overview of how they say when you should do things. Really, instead, going inward and figuring out the rhythms that work for you is kind of the core essence of what the Soul Care Planner is about. And so because of that, I always say, take what works for you and leave the rest. And that includes the five guideposts. Some people only want to work with just the seasons. Some people just want to work with the moon phases. It's up to you to figure out, to play around with, to get curious and figure out what lights you up, what resonates with you, what helps you feel empowered. And so we are going to begin a new series here on the podcast, looking a little deeper at each of these five guideposts and how you can use them. And today we are beginning by looking at the seasons. I'm sure 
we're all familiar with the seasons. We know what they are, spring, summer, fall, and winter. But the real question is, do you live your life mindful of the seasons? Are you attuned to the seasons? Are you letting yourself reflect the energy of the seasons? Or are you resisting against them? And a big part of that is the active rest cycle. The active rest cycle is present in pretty much everything in our world, but it's the seasons are a really perfect example of it. You can look to nature and see this displayed really well, where if you look at plants, plants have a growing cycle, a growing season. They start in the spring, kind of with the first green leaves, then they start getting flowers, and then in the summer, they're full of flowers or perhaps fruit, depending on the plant. And then as we get into the fall or autumn, they stop growing as much. Maybe the leaves change color, maybe they drop their leaves, and perhaps even go into kind of a hibernation period over the winter. They aren't growing all the time. You know, it's kind of like those, you may see memes or people saying about when it comes to autumn, how the trees in autumn teach us how to let go. And that's very much a reflection of the active rest cycle that exists in nature and exists in the seasons. Generally speaking, we find that winter is a slower time. The energy builds in spring. We have more energy and we are more active in the summer. And then the energy begins to decline in the fall as we kind of circle back around to the winter where we are our least active. And so let's dive a little deeper into the seasons. Winter, as I've said, is generally a time of rest. It's a time of kind of dreaming of the year ahead. I mean, there's no coincidence that we set our resolution for the year ahead. Our New Year's resolution is in winter. It is in a time of stillness, of quiet, where we have this almost hopeful optimism for the year ahead. We are giving ourselves permission, hopefully, to rest and to dream. It's a time of hibernation and being cozy and nourishing our bodies and minds. You know, generally, when we think of winter, we think of being cozy in front of a fire and drinking some yummy, or eating, I guess I should say, some like yummy soup with lots of nourishing root vegetables. We know we will need to expend a lot of energy in the spring and summer, and so winter is a time to rest and prepare for that energy expenditure. While winter can feel isolating, it's a time of deep introspective magic, a reflection and inward soulful journey. We can use the winter time to visualize and dream, knowing that just as spring will slowly unfurl and there will be more life in nature with things starting to green up and get buds for flowers, we will unfurl as well and have more energy and become more awake, so to speak, as the season shifts from winter to spring. 
And then we move into spring, which is like a gentle stretch in our awareness. That spring energy to me feels like a cat stretching in the sunlight. We shift our attention from inward reflection to outward expansion, and we get to see life spring up all around us as we witness the tender, steady growth as fresh spring grass slowly spreads its reach towards the sun. And as the days warm and grow longer, we invite fresh energy into our homes through things like spring cleaning and clearing out the old to make way for the new. We look back at the dreams we conjured during the winter months and we begin to form a plan to weave those dreams into reality. And then summer comes along and it just kind of burst onto the scene with a riot of color and there's like a honey sweetness of celebration and growth knowing that your hard work through the year so far has turned your dreams into blossoms. And as the days continue to grow longer and the temperatures continue to climb, so does the sun. We dance in the light, the golden light of the sun, and we relish in the energy of life and vitality that just kind of seeps into our world. Our longer days during the summer kind of meld into longer nights, and we play just as hard as we work. We do more traveling and exploring, seeking adventures, and expanding our horizons during the summer months. And then the bright colors of summer fade into the jewel tones of autumn, and a chill on the breeze signals that fall has arrived. This change reminds us that growth can be beautiful even if we have to leave something behind. As the leaves slowly cascade from the tree branches, we too release what no longer serves us, giving thanks for time well spent. We turn our attention to gathering with friends and family, eager to slow down and reflect as the days shorten and begin their turn back towards winter. And so you can see this beautiful cycle that we have as we move through the seasons from the stillness of winter to the growth of spring, the abundance of summer, and then the decline of fall as things begin resting once again. And these four seasons are kind of like beacons throughout our year. They shine their light to remind us the wheel of the year is always turning and time is constantly moving forward. Our ancestors used these seasons as thresholds for their life, looking to Mother Nature for signals to guide them in everything from everyday tasks, from, you know, farming to travel to celebration and, and gathering with friends and family. And they recognized the balance of summer and winter as the balance of expansion and reflection, or another way to put it, the balance of action and rest. And so this cycle of growth and rest also applies to how we live our lives and approach our goals. As much as we may not like to admit it, <laughs> our bodies and souls are not meant to work all the time, despite what our society may like to tell us. So looking to the current season can help us reflect on the energy that exists in nature, which is energy that also exists in ourselves if we just pause long enough to feel it. And so this is kind of my challenge to you when beginning with the five guideposts and especially with beginning with the seasons. Is just pay attention to the seasons and check in with yourself. Just note how you feel during the four seasons. How do you feel as the seasons change? Do you have 
more energy during one season versus another. These are things that can really help you start to pull back and get a bird's eye view of your energy cycles throughout the year. So you can plan your days, your weeks, your month, your year in a way that resonates with you. You can plan in a way that reflects your own natural rhythms and seasons instead of adhering to the social calendar that we're you know, kind of all raised and brought up to adhere to. There's this, there's so many like myths that we are brought up to think are truths about productivity and getting things done. And if you work harder, you'll, you'll get more or, you know, you have to work hard to succeed. And there's nothing wrong with working hard, but the problem is that's all we're taught. All we're taught is to work hard. We're not taught to rest and that rest is also productive. But if you look at the seasons and at nature and see how the animals rest and the trees rest and the flowers rest, then you start to understand that we too need rest. And so simply being mindful of the buildup of energy from winter to summer, followed by the decline as we move back to winter, is a great way to slow down and live more in the moment. There is a natural cycle within the seasons where, generally speaking, we have more energy during the summer and less energy during the winter. But this may be different for you, and the only way you'll know it is by paying attention and tuning into how you feel. So it's important to take note and see that what resonates with you. How do you feel as the wheel of the year turns? How do you feel during the different months of the year and the different seasons? Because that might change how you plan your year. If you know that you have more energy during the winter, then that's something you can be mindful of as you're planning your year ahead and figuring out when you want to do things. And so I encourage you to get curious, to start taking note of how you feel each day, and over time you'll get a sense of how your energy fluctuates throughout the year. You can also look back if you or someone who has a planner or has some way of tracking your days, maybe you can look back and see, okay, when do I have more energy? When do I naturally want to be more active and have adventures or gather with other people? And when am I naturally more reflective? When do I want to have more downtime or more time to rest? And those might give you an idea of what your natural seasonal rhythms look like. If you want some assistance in this adventure, feel free to check out the Soul Care Planner, which is designed to help you track this exact thing and guide you through the seasons. And it also gives you journal questions to help you uncover and unravel how the seasons feel for you, because they might feel different for me than they do for you. And it's important for you to follow your own rhythms and what feels right for you. For an example, I know that despite most people loving summer and having a lot of energy in summer, I don't thrive in the summer months. I tend to thrive the most in fall. Autumn is when I have the most energy. It's when I have the most creativity. It's when I'm able to feel most like myself and get the most things done. When it comes to the summer, I actually take more time off. I give myself more downtime because the heat of the summer drains me. It doesn't energize me. But you may find that the heat of the summer really helps you be more creative and be in touch with your intuition and your higher self. So get curious and have fun with this and see where it leads you. 
and I'll be back in a couple of weeks where we're going to talk about the next guidepost, and that is the zodiac or sun seasons. Until then. Loved today's episode? Be sure to subscribe and leave me a rating or review in your favorite podcast app. It'll help me create more episodes that you will love. For more tools to help you find your own path with the guidance of the stars, visit belladeluna.com.